Hashtag no music, no intro. This is the training camp starting edition of the Saints Block Party podcast. Ryan, we said it last week. I knew when I came back from vacation, I was like, shit, it's, it's, it's to the grind, bro. Like, it's to the grind as only the New Orleans Saints can do. And as I'm driving to work today, my co-host sends me a tweet, and I look at it. And I... <sighs> right. I wish I could explain why it made me emotional. Why even thinking about it made like makes me a little emotional. Um, but it does. I it, I don't know. Call it nostalgia. Call it whatever you want. But the pilot himself, Jimmy Graham, back in the black and gold with the Saints, wearing number 80, official today. What's crazy is, like, there was no reporting of this. Like, none. Like, it was just came straight out oh, the blue. It was, on, it was on Reddit. It was on Reddit, bro. Oh, I will say that, yeah. <laughs> I, I only know that because when I went to – Post our pod to Reddit on whatever day. I don't know Wednesday, Thursday, whatever day. I looked. I saw the. I saw the post. I read it, and I was like, eh, like whatever, and just went on with my day. I posted our yeah. pod and whatever. <laughs> and to see the tweet, like the Saints put out the tweet, him signing. I'm just. I probably stared at it for like a good ten seconds. Like, like is this a throwback picture or? Back because you know Jimmy still looked the same. It's like I'm like, oh, the date. I'm like, man, 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 haven't really aged. Um, like, huh? It and so the and kind of walking through that right. Everyone's like, oh, he's signing like a one day, you know, ceremonial right. thing to retire a saint, and then boom, it's Underhill immediately puts it out. I thought. Everyone thought it right. Underhill puts off no nah, one year deal, and it's like, oh, oh, like he's gonna he's gonna play. He's played. Because it's crazy before before Underhill tweeted that I was thinking I was like he signed a little one year I mean a little one day contract I'm like damn man but man if he could just play a little five red zone snaps a game shit we can do something with that you know what I'm saying just something <laughs> can't I can't and it's it's crazy how a hypothetical tight end three on the team has just created like this this buzz and Jimmy Graham is a player who was so polarizing for Saints fans for whatever reason like he was a polarizing player because you had fans who absolutely loved him as a player um and then you had fans kind of towards the end before he got traded to Seattle was calling him soft and like all these other things and I remember like during that time period when that was happening I blocked so many Saints fans for calling him soft, not because I was like a Jimmy Graham stand, which I was and kind of will forever will be, but it was more like, like I just because I played football, like I I don't like football players being called soft. Like you can kind of go out there play style, like Tyler Lockett, you know, Tyler Lockett ain't gonna get hit, bro. He's gonna take care of his body. He wants to play, right? Right. But right. I took a lot of offense to 
fans calling him soft. Like this man had this man had plantar fasciitis. Like that, that hurts, bro. He played through. He played through so many injuries. You know, I mean, his last like two years with the team, uh, he was good, but he's you know he just it, it seemed like everything changed when I keep to leave locked him up. Uh, twenty the twenty thirteen game. Oh, when he's playing for the and, Patriots. Yeah, when he's playing for the Patriots, and it seemed like after that game, it just something wasn't the same. He was still good, still had dominant moments, but there was like I guess you saw kind of the kryptonite. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, okay, he's not Superman. He's still great, but he's not Superman. And he had a couple of inconsistent drives. Some of it's not him. He became like he was such a focal point. Drew Brees yeah. is just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna throw it to Jimmy. Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy. But just go back to just the, the go go back to the to a keep to lead point. He was so dominant that Bill Belichick said, "I'm gonna put my best starting corner." to cover this tight end. So even if Jimmy, in theory, if he didn't produce during that game, you have your wide receivers who should be able to win matchups because they are going against lesser cork. Oh, don't, don't get me don't get me started, Ryan. Don't get me started, this, Ryan. This is the argument. I hate to go back, but this is like what everybody missed during that time. Everybody was talking about particularly locked him up, locked up Jimmy Graham. I'm like, they put a number one corner on your tight end. Like, you should can, lock him up. You know what I'm can saying? We, <laughs> can we talk about can how we dominant, that? Can we talk about how dominant he was that literally the Tampa Bay Bucks drafted Mark Barron top 10 in the draft just solely for the purpose of stopping Dream Graham? Their team and coach said it, bruh. Like, yeah. come on. I remember the day. Remember that free agency right before it happened? I can tell you exactly where I worked. I was working at Penny Mac in Moore Park, California, the worst fucking job I've ever had. Like I'm I will send that to their social media. It was the day before it was a day of free agency. And I tweeted that day. Like I want, like I, I'll never forget. I was like, I just want some crazy, just madness to happen, right, bro? <laughs> and like a minute or two before free agency start, it was either Rappaport or Schefter tweeted like there's some rumblings that Jimmy Graham was going to be on the move and I was like nah man it's they have from crazy free agency started for five six seven minutes in that bitch <laughs> he was gone and you would have thought one of my relatives passed away and I got the news bro I, I almost dropped to my knees at work like oh it's hurt 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 it's a, it was the last time I let a uh, outcome of a Saints player, wherever they went, traded, cut, ever affect me to that degree? Like I, I just, like to me, that was just like it was just such that it hurt. It it, it hurt. Um, I had to block him on Twitter, not because I had anything against them, but you know, every time like, I'm not the type of person when I'm in a relationship and if I, the relationship doesn't work out, I feel like I need to block the person on social media. Cause like, I, I just consciously like, if you're, if you're regardless of whoever went into a relationship, you're gone, you're happy, like live your life. I don't need to like go through like your social media and look at that. It's never been my style. I can probably count on hand how many people I've actually had to do that for, 
But like with Jimmy Graham, I was like, I just I, I don't want to see him retweet on my timeline. Mike Triplett was cut like retweeting like uh Seahawks reporters when he was making oh, plays in training camp. And I was like, Mike, stop. Me. Stop. Stop. Like, <laughs> stop, Mike, stop. <laughs> but it to just, see him it, in that uh, 80 today. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know, man. It, it's put a smile on my face. Just like, <laughs> Joker, baby. real, man. Like, it, it's, it's the thing. It, it has nothing to do with, like, the player. People are like, oh, he's washed up. I'm like, I don't care, bro. I don't, I don't care, man. He doesn't have to do anything with the Saints going forward. It was just so nice to see that gesture because um, it's, it's purely an emotional gesture. And it was mm-hmm. a player we all love, you know, uh, Hall of Fame Saint. Um, yes, just Easily. one of the best players to ever put on a black and gold man, and really came in as a third round pick, 2010 NFL draft. Um, I remember the you know looking at the few little YouTube cutups that was out there when he was playing for the um playing for Miami. Like man, look at this dude. Like man, we could just get some balls up to him and get a couple of touchdowns. That'd be awesome. And Sean Payton was talking him up. Sean Payton was like, because I remember Triplett or somebody asking him, like, hey, you know, you guys think he'd be able to develop in the next couple of years? Sean Payton was like, nah, he's playing this year. Like, we're going to gonna play this year. We're going to we are drawing up some plays. I'm like, ooh. And I think it was week two or three, we're playing the Falcons, 2010. And they ran like a, it was a TE screen, I believe. Okay, okay. It's it a, it a tight end screen, and he was moving. I was like, okay, Jimmy moving. And then after that, week after week, you just see him get more and more snaps, more and more snaps. To it the was, point where by the last yeah. couple of games of the season, he was bossing, bro. Like, it was at was, Ravens. Was they, they played the Ravens his rookie season. Yep. And uh, they didn't win that game because Drew had – Remember, Drew hadn't beat the Ravens until 2018. But yeah. they, they played the Ravens that game. And I was Shockey still on the team? I want to say Shockey was still on the team. And Graham was tight end, too, if memory serves correctly. I could be wrong. But I just, like, you, I saw him make some plays in that Ravens game. And I was like, okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, he, he's a player. Um, it's like you said. As a fan, I'm not – as a – a sane football fan. I'm not expecting much out of him. Did he even play football last year? I don't even know if he – he didn't play. He was out there. Yeah, he was, didn't have a team. So, so I'm not expecting much. But if if he he just gives us one of those jump balls and in the, in the, in just one, bro, just, yeah. just one. Just one in the end zone. Maybe it's against the Falcons. You, you know, you can't dunk on the goalposts anymore, but just for nostalgia's sake, you just – Brian, if we on the 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 zoom, oh, this go be oh man, hype, bro, hype. And like me, me personally, I'll approach it. I would ramp him up slowly throughout the mm-hmm. season. Like I yeah. wouldn't just start week one with all these Jimmy Graham packages. Or no, like I would ramp him up slowly, just sprinkle him in here and there. Maybe even a couple of weeks. You know, have them uh, deactivated. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. spring was slow. Then towards, like, the second half of the season, 
start ramping him up, ramping him up. He's a veteran player. He's 36 years old, man. Like, it's crazy to me. Jimmy Graham is one age older, one year older than me? It's crazy, bro. So, oh, my God. So, to me, it's just like, if the Saints are able to be a playoff team this year, like, to have him ready to go in January is just kind of like an X factor. Man, that'll be awesome, but. We're getting too far ahead of ourselves. Get, Dude, might not far. even might not even make the fifty-three man rush. Like we have might no not, idea. He, he, where he, he might physically. No clue. Um, I tweeted this, and then our our dude J Mood, uh, Jordan said this in our Discord. Also, it, like if you want a prime example of why our Discord is is great, look no further than today, man. Today, I I wasn't in it a lot just because. I was on vacation for six days. I had a lot of shit to catch up on, but I was able to kind of at least to some degree keep up with the happenings in the league with the Saints, Justin Herbert, such a great, like, I don't have to go like, uh, Twitter, X, whatever, threads, just, just, just right, right there. So you listen to this, time to become a Patreonist now. That said, I called this out and I said, no, do you think you're a little slick, bro? Like, do you think you lose? Just like, like here, here you go. Like, let me kind of, you know, do a little Jedi mind trick on you, where it's like, oh, you, you know, we are not. Fuck, these are not the droids you're looking for. Like, I, like, no, I haven't. I, I have not won a, a winning season as a football coach. But here you go, here's Jimmy Graham around the plate. Just, just look at. And so, my tweet said, as deep as this team is right we've gone through the talent we've gone through the positions as deep as this team is now you have Jawan Johnson Foster Moreau cancer free Foster Moreau and potentially tight end three Jimmy Graham you have uh, Jesse Jesse James you got Taysom bro I don't, even, I don't even know what Taysom still don't know what Taysom role is on the team bro vibes bro vibes <laughs> He's like the joy of the team, bro. Just, just, just vibes. <laughs> you have all this in theory talent. If he cannot have a winning record with the teams, and I, this is also assuming decent health luck, decent health decent. luck. <laughs> if this man, as a head coach, can't win. 10 games with this team when the best quarterback they face on their schedule is Trevor Lawrence. Got to have a conversation, man. Got to have it. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be the conversation. <laughs> not trying to be the person like right on the parade and, and, and what have you, but like a conversation would need to be held. And I'm going to ask this, right? I probably wouldn't have asked it if I hadn't seen that fucking video, but I saw that video was yesterday or whatever day. And I saw now I got to ask. With all these things that DA's played a role in, hand in this offseason, getting the offense. And I don't want to make sure I don't want to make it seem like it's all him, right? It, it's not all him. But you know, him, Jeff Ireland, Mickey Loomis, getting Derek Carr, getting the offensive weapons that they've gotten with Foster Moreau, getting Michael Thomas back, et cetera. We can kind of go down all the list. As a fan, even though you're still the emotionally disconnected fan. How much, I don't even want to say forgiveness, but how much 
is it easier to kind of kind of forget that him and Mickey, with Gail's blessing, went after Deshaun Watson last season? And I'm only bringing it up because I don't know if you saw that clip of him from this. I saw it. How, how much? I mean, like for me, it was like once it was over, I was just like kind of yes. washed my hands with it. But it's always going to be something that's right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Because it, it, it's a character thing. Like, okay, I see it shades your character. I see how y'all roll. You know what I'm saying? So that's okay. always going to be there. Like, that's just always going to be there with them. Like, I just see how they roll. Um, it's it's about integrity to me. You know what I'm saying? That and the John Gruden thing. John Gruden, um, Frank Clark flirting with Frank Clark for, for months. Like, it just, like you said, it kind of goes to their integrity or lack thereof when it comes to winning, right? And I know right. there are some, some Saints fans who don't care, like, what it takes. Like, as long as they're producing and winning on Sunday. Most Saints fans. Most, right. Most that's not, that's sports not good, fans. Right? Sports fans. Most bro. sports fans. Don't give yes. a shit. So I get it. It's not like like we know, like we don't, we're not on some high horse here. It's no. Just, look, I look at it, you know what I'm saying? And But that said, oh, speaking of that, that Sean Watson, bro, he just don't get it, bro. He don't get it. It's like, oh, I, just, oh. I know the type of person that he is yep. because mm -hmm. I work with those exact same people in my job. And that's probably Great. why the whole thing not 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 the only reason but it really bothered me last season like mm -hmm. immensely because i'm like i've i have been across a table from a person like that you know whether it be Social man pets. man woman whoever it is and it's like you've done this to this child and you're just like oh, no i didn't no but like literally like you there's evidence like i have it's right here I, I don't know what you're talking about. So even a year later, you know, from last year, in terms of like the recruiting or going after him as a as a free agent or wherever he was, well, he wasn't free agent; he was with the Texans. Seeing that Mary Kay Cabot, where she just posted it, and part of me is just like, "Where's your, where's your journalist integrity? Like, you're, right. you're I, it, it was just weird because I'm like, you're, you're a female. Like, you're not good. 20, 25 women just made this up and lawyered, and it was just a, a media creation what what anyway sorry i don't i don't want to go down that path again i just but i wanted to ask it because it was just so recently in my face um aside from the dreamy graham news the saints also signed today max guard max garcia another guard trey turner who used to be a division rival for the carolina panthers like an all pro yeah. at guard at one point in his career um at this point i would say if, you know, if he's, you know, Sinio Calamente, which that's that's not a knock on Sinio, by the way. Um, I think that's a win. Yeah. And I am impressed of how the team as an organization is not relying potentially on an Andres Pete's health to be ready for the season. Cesar Ruiz's health potentially to be ready for the season. With these signings at guard, they're depth, but they're also players like a Trey Turner who started games last season that if you need Trey Turner to start, a couple, couple of spot starts, a couple th first three, four weeks of the season, you could at least maybe feel comfortable that 
you're he's going to be in and your offense of line isn't going right. to go shambles. And that's been yeah. what we've been talking about the most on this podcast, especially this offseason, is offensive line and, def- and interior defensive defensive line. Exactly. Uh, so I look like a with, lot of props. With, um, yeah, with like Trey Turner, I mean, you go look at somebody like Jari Evans, who, you know, he left the Saints, went around four rounds, came back to the Saints, left again. He had kind of like a post-prime career that right. went along because he was just a solid – I mean, once you – offensive line, like once you really understand the, like the really intricacies of it, yes. even as your physical you know body diminishes, if you're you can still play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can still play to, up to a certain standard. You won't be great. You won't be all pro or pro bowl, but you can still play. So somebody like established like Trey Turner, who has a lot of great snaps – you know, played a lot of great uh, football in his time. Even if he's not far from the player he was, like to have that as like a depth piece, you know, that you bring in to bring in in late July, like yeah, I take that. And I give like I gotta give credit where it's due, bro. Got to man. Pretty much to. every position group in the, on this roster has a ton of competition, like a ton of competition. The um, only position that doesn't, in my humble opinion is defensive end right which just speaks to just the nature of the position like yes just they don't grow on trees bro it's like you missed out you you, you got Peyton turn in there you know did you like, oh can, can, can I could I give you the, the quote the quote I was reading John Hendricks's thing bro because I had to catch up waiting for you oh um, what John is bro that's my dude so they he I guess sorry so I'm I'm if if you're watching the video, I'm I'm scrolling um to, to get to the quote, which I know is not great video podcasting or podcasting in general. But in Mickey and Mickey's and DA's like pre-training camp starting presser, which training camp starts tomorrow, somehow Peyton Turner was brought up. Dennis Allen said that he's focused more on the development, not the end results for him. He pointed out more than a few times the importance of him being around from the very start as an important part of things. Okay. Now, I get that. Fine. But you're, you're a first-round draft pick on the defensive line as an edge rusher. I get it. You got You got to develop. But you you can't as a coach tell me like as a as a head coach say we're we're not worried about the end results like you have to be worried about the end results, bro. Like that's a damn statement right there. Like what is what are you, what are we doing? Like but you said right. That's, that's we just want to see you do something, bro. We just want to see something. That's not that's my model for Peyton Turner all season, bro. So something, bro. Something, man. Something. Like, I don't even know. I'm not even worried about the end result. We get. I just show me something, bro. <laughs> and even even as much as we we rag two first and don't get me wrong, at you right. know most times it was often deserved. We would see like there would be stretches where it'd be like, okay, like we yeah, see like, it, we see it, right? Besides like that, two, like Marcus Davenport got mentioned by national media. You know what I'm saying? Like national media. Was like, you got Marcus Davenport coming on you. It's like I, I be fussing at that shit to me. Like, why are y'all talking about him? Like, no. You know what I'm saying? They don't even mention Peyton Turner. They be like, who? Who? 
<laughs> back to our draft video all over again. I can almost guarantee you, like if it's a like an offensive coordinator or if the head coach is an offensive person, bro, when they game plan against our defense, Peyton Turner is not <laughs> like uh, what's his what's his number ninety. I, I, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm thinking you know, they have magnets. They probably don't even have a magnet for them. They got the <laughs> brightest little number in there. Like, oh, you got 98 <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to get back to what you said in terms of the giving credit where credit's due. We would be remiss as a podcast if we did not do exactly that. Like Ryan just said, there is depth all along the team, except for probably defensive end. And like Ryan said, it's just kind of the nature of the position. Um, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say a spicy take. This I'm not saying talent wise. I'm gonna be careful how I say this. I'm not saying talent wise because the 2000. 11, 2009, Saints teams were a different level. This training camp may be the best training camp the Saints have had in a very long time. I believe you. When you think about it, man, it's it's a stack, it's a stack training camp, and it's kind of undervalued. Like I listen to like a lot of national media podcast or whatever. And it's just kind of crazy how undervalued the Saints are right now. Well, I won't say it's crazy because you, it's understandable. You know what I'm saying? It, it is. 79 last year, year before they did what, what, nine and eight or whatever? Eight, eight and nine, so yeah. It, something like that. Like, so it's understandable they're undervalued, but I'm like, man, like, Marshawn Lattimore, he, he, he mentioned that all. Elton Kamara, like, they just ain't even including him in like running back rankings not, at all. Not, he, he didn't. Even, not that this matters to anything, because it means absolutely fucking nothing. He's not even like a top ten rated running back in Matten for this upcoming year's game. No, not in fantasy. He's like a fortieth ranked running back in fantasy, bro. Like he's not. <laughs> like it's just it's just not there, and it's just like, damn, there's some value with a lot of these players: Chris Olave, Raisha, he. Uh, I'm Michael Thomas. We ain't get to him yet. We will. Um, it's like a lot of players with this team that seem to be really undervalued right now that if, if health works out, if Hashtag they're putting their position on paper, <laughs> if they're putting position to succeed, if the coaching is right, things can be beautiful, man. Like things can really be beautiful. Okay. I need, need you to you watching this right now, Mr. Pete Carmichael? I need you to look right here, buddy. Right, right here. Right here. These eyeballs. It's on you, bruh. It's on you, bruh. I, I don't, I don't even. I gave like Pete a little, pa- little of a pass because I know some of his play calling was indicative of that's what Dennis Allen wanted him to call, being conservative, not throwing what, what have you. Man, you got you know DA trying to be a little stingy, bro. Pete, you gotta drop your nuts, bro. DA don't call offensive plays. Last I checked, straight up. 
DA don't call offensive plays. You got these weapons. I know if y'all didn't brush out the old the out and up from from the tight end position for Jimmy Graham today, I, I, come I'm on, just bro. saying. Bro, I was looking at the clips, boy. I was like, ooh. Haven't done it, bro. Don't, don't, don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Sluggle scene. That sluggle scene, man. Sweat, bro. Sweat. You brought up Michael Thomas. Good news. Great news. Expected to start training camp full, no setbacks, healthy. That is amazing news. I will say, though, like like you said it when we talked about it a couple of podcasts ago, just, ooh, just, just, you just want them to be healthy, bro. You just want them to get through training camp healthy. Because it's like, uh, I, I don't want to, like, it's just kind of like this sense of dread has kind of followed him, not right. of anything of his own volition or doing. I just want him to get through this training camp healthy, and you know, just just I'm I'm, 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 I'm gonna paint this paint this picture for you, bro. It it may not even work formationally. I'm gonna paint it for you anyway. On left side of the formation, I'm gonna put Michael Thomas out outside. I'm gonna put AK in the slot. I'm gonna put Jimmy Graham. Right on the on on the edge of the line, on the right side, I'm gonna put Chris Olave on the outside. I'm gonna put Rashid, uh, Rashid Shahid in the slot. Ooh. I said that I, I put Jimmy Graham in that, knowing that like Juwan Johnson would probably be a better option. But just let just work with me here, right? Work with me, folks. I just want you to just visualize that shit just for one second. And Derek Carr sees a a defensive. Fuck up and he audibles, bro. Pete got to cook, bro. Pete got to cook. Pete got to cook. Pete, like, Dennis Allen, as much as we said about him, Dennis Allen has given you a reason to succeed. He's gotten you a, you know, a functional quarterback, you know, a high-level smart quarterback. He's filled you with depth on the offensive line. Filled you with depth at wide receiver position. Filled you with depth at the running back position. It's like as a as an offensive coach, you should be embarrassed if you can't put something together with this, bro. Like seriously, as somebody who's sat under Sean Payton's tutelage for you know fifteen plus years, like you should be embarrassed if you can't put something together with this group. Like you have to be, you should be digging through. You should be watching 1972 clips of the Raiders or whatever. Like just pulling stuff out the bag, watching Andy Reid, seeing what he's doing, watching everybody, and just putting some stuff together that, I mean, shit, watch the Saints. <laughs> Go back and watch the 2011 Saints and the 2013 Saints and the 2016 Saints. Bro, you don't even got to look at. Any other team, like you just just self scout yourself, bro. Just right. self scout yourself. But it's it's gonna be interesting because one of my burning questions, and it seemed like such a silly question, but like the reason I asked it because I think it's a very important question. Are we are we gonna see motion when the offense is in, when training camp starts, bro? Are we gonna see that? I, I, I want to know, bro. I, I, it's it's a question I need, I need answered. Um, because I think it's gonna be vital of how what we may see or may not see when the season starts. So we've talked a lot about 
offense, offense, offense. We did hit on the defense a little bit with Peyton Turner a bit, I guess. Anything, you know, training camp starts tomorrow. But let, let's real quick, going back to offense real quick. Am I, I want to be correct in saying this. Is Trevor Penning not on Pup? I don't think we're 100 percent sure yet. Oh, uh, I think okay. they said he passed his physical. Right. I think. Yeah. But, but I don't know if that 100 percent means he's out, not on pub. Um, but it's looking promising so far. Which, which is good. That's a, he's yeah. a huge jig piece, jig piece puzzle in terms of the offensive line in, in general. Um, like even if he's not on pub, I wouldn't expect him to just be like out there. Yes. Full court, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's going to be a, a pinch count at least. Um, but, yeah, that, that's promising. Like, so far, like, what I've heard so far, you know, the players that should be ready to play or should be ready to go. Like, even though Kendrick Miller is looking kind of – Yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, it's an MCL. I mean, this seems like more than MCL with him. But, but apparently he should be ready to go uh, tomorrow too. So everything's looking kosher, bro. We'll see, though. We'll we'll see. It's like you can I can I just really quickly speaking of training camp and I, so much has happened the last couple of days. I actually forgot this happened. Like the weirdness that some Saints fans were like saying when CD got injured and he looked like he had like a like a like severe injury and like calling it karma. Like what what what, what are we what are we doing? Like I just. <laughs> I, I had the block, dude, man. It just it didn't make any sense to me. Like I get it. He he got tra- he got traded and he badmouthed the Saints. And then he went to the Eagles and he left the Eagles and he went to Detroit and then he badmouthed the the Eagles. We've said this even when CD was on the team. As a fan, you love CD when he's on your team. When he's not on your team, you can't stand him, right? But at no point had he done anything that was justifiable to be like calling him getting injured karma. Right. Like it, there's no, yeah. it, it, it just, it was dumb, dumb. I was just like, for what? Like what? <laughs> for what? what, man? Like he, like Toronto said, called him a net. Like that's the perfect description. Oh my God, that is absolutely Like he's a net. I'm like, cause you know, I know it like nets are just tiny and it's just like, oof. It's like, what? Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's exactly what CD2 says. I mean, he's, he's annoying, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just is what it is. But that don't mean, like, damn, I hope your career ends. You know what I'm saying? Like, dumb. Stop. Uh, stop. Any thoughts on Justin Herbert? Well, I'm, I'm going to circle back and get to the Saints defense before we wrap it up. Any thoughts on Justin Herbert uh, contract extension with the Chargers? No. No <laughs> thoughts. Like, it was coming, bro. Him coming, Joe, Joe Burrow. That's the one everybody waited on. Like, what, what's going on with Joe Burrow? But what Mike do Burrow's gonna do? We know, we know Herbert was gonna get paid, bro. I mean, he's. I think I saw where he, you know, his the most yards, touchdowns, and all that stuff since he came the first three years in the league. You know, I, I, he blew blew me away, bro, because I was not high on him at all. Coming out, I don't at don't all. blame don't blame him at all, bro. Just just bring in Mario Cristobal for the rest of my life, <laughs> rest of my life, bro. Like it's like, it's like it's like how you have a Porsche in the garage and you out there just 
just driving it like you in the school zone, like just 30 miles per hour oh. everywhere, bro, on the freeway. What's crazy is it's kind of happening to them in the pros. The way they just build their offense is like, you got this dude here. Can you give it? Like, I'm not going to say he has weapons, but he does. Like, to really, like, accentuate his gifts, like, get that man some speed. They went and got Quentin Johnson. Um, that should help some, but it's like, man, they, they, the Chargers seem to like have a type at rod receiver, right? Keen right. Allen, Mike Williams, Quinn Johnson. Got the running back who catch, you know, a ton of passes. It's like Austin Eckler. That's great for like 38 year old Phillip Rivers. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but like, like, you got a young gun there. Like, man, flood this dude with just weapons, man. Flood him with weapons. Maybe the defense won't be that great, but flood them with weapons and let them go achieve, man. He in the, he in the, he in the AFC. He in the AFC West with the dog, with the guard. You know what I'm saying? God. Like, what are y'all doing? You you have to beat the Chiefs, period. Period, bro. Period. <laughs> so what are y'all doing, man? So he getting paid now, so that's going to, you know, things going to tighten up a little bit. I just, you know. At they what point does Mahomes go to the Chiefs and say, hey, you know what? That contract I, I signed. He can do it when he wants. Whenever he wants. Whenever he wants. You know, like when he signed that contract, I think he knew that like stretching it out over those years would help the team. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That would help the team. He's going to get yes. paid. He's going he's gonna to get every bit of that money plus more. Yes. You know what I'm saying? For as long as he wants to play. But, you know, I think at some point he's going to be like, man, look, I ain't trying to be like the ninth. <laughs> the ninth <laughs> highest paid quarterback. Y'all got to do something about that shit. Got to fix yeah. it. Uh, got to fix it. It's, it's funny because it was brought up in the Discord how just NFL Twitter and NFL media when Drew Brees was making $20 million a year, just, just everyone came for Drew's neck for, for no reason, bro. No reason. I had a machine today, bro. I still... <laughs> Hate that dude to this day. Ben blocked, bro. Yeah, Ben. That was one of my earliest blocks. Selfish. Twenty million a year. This dude, Drew Brees, played on a year-to-year contract from twenty after blowing out his shoulder from two thousand six to two thousand twelve. Played on a year-to-year contract, ten million a year. That's wild, man. He could have got cut easily. I mean, he wasn't going to get cut, obviously. But right. I'm just saying, say he got another like crazy injury. He could have been cut with no, no guarantees. He, he had no long-term guarantees. None. No long-term protection. And he played that all that time, bringing the New Orleans Saints to a Super Bowl, even after having one of the greatest offenses ever, even after all that, continued to play. And then he got paid. He got $20 million a year, which, which he, was, he deserved. Right. Which one year later, which one year later was over. Was was passed up by Aaron Rodgers. Then it was passed up by somebody else. Somebody else and somebody else. Now we're to the point where these players are getting fifty five million a year. I mean, uh, Aaron Donald gets thirty million a year. Aaron Donald, a defensive tackle, gets thirty million a year. Not knocking mm-hmm. him. I'm just saying, a defensive right. tackle gets thirty million a year now. You know, so you can't like. What do you think about the all? The, everybody has a take on the whole running back stuff. Running backs. You know, are they underpaid or whatever? <laughs> um, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, he he took he signed the what eleven million 
beat beat the franchise tag. I don't think I have a take. It, it's just a, it's it's how do I word this? The league has shown you what they think about running backs. Yeah. And it's like it's not like, like what can they do? You can't start a, a running back union, rough. Like you can't go on a strike like UPS and just say like <laughs> so well, like Florio, Florio put out an article a while did. back. Basically saying like they could start like some kind of committee within the union that it's like come on, bro. Like that, that shit's gonna happen, man. But huh. I've been saying like I've been through like man, running backs need their own union because it's just one of those things they're in the same group as kind of like safeties and tight ends and all that, mm-hmm. where they kind of, you know, the franchise tag is low. Yes. So they don't have the leverage to really boost their, their earnings um, unless they're really great. Right. Um, but I guess what hurts for the running backs the most is, is the rookie wage scale because mm-hmm. their prime years are like the first four to five years of their four. career. That's it. Yeah, and that's it. Like, after that, it's like, mm. so their prime years are under a rookie wage scale. They have no control over how much they earn. It's completely dependent on where they drafted. Right. So by the time they hit free agency, they kind of cooked. You know what I'm saying? So that sucks for them. It does. Um, and, um, and there's nothing you could do about it. I guess the only difference between, like, safety and tight end is, like, Running backs are still kind of the faces of franchises, especially if you don't have like a, if you don't have a star quarterback. Well, quarterback, like, yes. Who they, who they putting on the front of the you know commercial ticket, ticket. running back That's or, or season tickets? Yeah, right. It's 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 the running back. Um, man, I had a a question or a point I was going to follow up with that, and it's it's gone. This is what happens when you're dealing with like four four hours of sleep. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything defensively. As we wrap this up, defensively, Saints-wise, um, as training camp's about to start, because we hit on the offense a lot, anything defensively, you just kind of keeping keeping your eye out on one. Now, also, it's also good to see uh, Brian Breesey healthy. I know yeah. it seems like it's such a small thing, but he dealt with a lot of shit. I cleanse him, and it, it led to his, him falling in the draft a little bit. So the fact that he was healthy, has, has been healthy, um, Good to see, but anything defensively that on your mind, you know, on your plate. Nothing really, man. I'm waiting to see the pads come on, bro. Like, I won't know nothing until the pads come on. I can't wait to see, um, you know, the one-on-one, you mm-hmm. know, uh, pass rushers versus offensive linemen. I want, I want to see uh, Foskey. What, what is he? I don't know. Like, what is he as a pro? Well, I want to see Breezy right. one-on-ones. I want to see who's beating. Can he beat some guys? Uh, I want to see the physicality, how they move. I just can't Reese's, wait to see all that stuff. Reese's big, bro. Like they do, man. I, like I just every time see I see him, I'm like, God damn it! They, like they building defensive tackles different, bro. Like different. They didn't. They didn't look like this. No, they didn't look like that back in the day at all. No. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm used to like I still kind of have like that Hollis Thomas. Right. You know, body type kind of still in my head, and that's not how these dudes are. Like, no, I remember, no. like, I watched Breezy before we, I, I want to say before the Saints drafted him, and I was just like, like, he looks like a linebacker out there, bro. Just, like, just long and, anyway. Um, 
excited to see the the drills excited for the the tweets and kind of keeping up with the tweets i just you and i've talked about this we talked about on the podcast just kind of just kind of like miss the days of not having training cramp tweets and just not having that you know and we're not connected but still man if a player gets hurt and it's you yeah. know like a pretty bad injury like it's still a downer like and look, period. You come to find out with with uh chauncey garner johnson you know we still don't know how serious it is but it looks like right. it's not what we you know fear right but it just goes to show like you just get that one tweet everybody's like oh man he's gonna be out oh, for the season God. it's like it just, uh, it just all back, it all it 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 uh, take take me back to just not knowing, bro. Just take take me back. Ignorance is bliss, man. It is. Um, but if we didn't know the tweets, if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have more content, more episodes to do. So that's, I guess, in a sense like that, we're kind of thankful of them. Uh, so today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's the first day of training camp. Our goal potentially is we'll, we're going to have to do another episode this week. So I'm probably going to we'll aim for it Thursday. We don't want to do it Friday because we record Friday. By the time you guys listen to it on Monday, because no one listens to podcasts yeah. over the weekend, it's already old news. So yeah. we'll try to make sure we'll do a two-day training camp pod on Thursday night so you so y'all can listen to it on Friday. Um, but Thank y'all so much. I, this is in and wearing I'm wearing an old uh, hashtag same sort of podcast tank top. I am happy to announce that I know we've gotten a lot of tweets, a lot of questions about it. The Saints Block Party podcast merchandise is coming. Um, I have the first tank top coming my way. I just want to see it. I want to see it. See how it looks. Uh, make sure you know, see how it looks on the on the on the fabric. Wear it. Make sure it looks good, and then. We will slowly start sending those links out so you can buy your Saints Block Party podcast merchandise. And we are going to try, don't hold me to this, but we're trying to do something where if you're a Patreon, um, you will get a discount code for the merchandise for supporting us. Um, if you're not a Patreon, you'll, you'll pay full price, but it is a perk to become a Patreon to get that discount code. Um, but hopefully, I want to say maybe next week, um, when training camp's full throttle, we'll be able to get those links out so y'all can start purchasing merchandise for preseason games, for the regular season games. Um, we have the Houston Texans game meetup. We have the West Coast meetup for the Rams game. We're up to 36 people. We have the Bears game meetup in New Orleans where we're going to be rolling at least 20-plus deep to the game, even if we're not all sitting together, but the actual parties probably going to get close to 30-ish people, if not 40. You might need to talk at least, see how much that back guard can fit back there. But <laughs> She got room. She got room. <laughs> Big wealth back there, bro. <laughs> Love you, Elise. Um, but thank y'all so much for support. Be kind with us as we're still navigating these fresh waters of doing video episodes more continually. But Jimmy Graham signed today. He became a saint again. So we had to do a video episode. We're going to try to ha do these more consistently the best we can. So work with us. This is new territory for us a little bit, just in terms of our setup and everything. But we thank y'all for your patience. We thank y'all for supporting us. We'll be back this week talking training camp, seeing how the team's doing offensively, defensively. It's offensive using motion. I want to know it, bro. I want to know. But that said, Thank y'all. You have been great to us, especially during this rebrand. We've, we've been able to get 
new Patreons off this rebrand. If you haven't checked it out, check out saintsblockparty.com, our website, um, where you can find everything about our podcast and about us. We appreciate y'all. We can't thank y'all enough. We'll be back this week. With that, we're out. Peace.